From CJBT Productions, the team that brings you the Music History Today daily podcast, comes the Music Halls of Fame podcast. Each week, we'll discuss an inductee of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, along with examining whether a given artist of the week deserves to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Plus, we will talk about another Hall of Fame, Music Museum, or Walk of Fame, along with an inductee. So, as we get back to the quote-unquote new normal, if you love music and you love to support music museums and walks of fame, then please like, subscribe, and share the Music Halls of Fame podcast. Out now on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts from. The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the Music History Today podcast for March 3rd. On today's show, we have some funky Cole Medina with a birthday boy, at least four major groups play live, two for the first time, and a few classic albums get released. First up, though, on this date in 1794, Joseph Haydn premiered his 101st Symphony in D. In 1842, Felix Mendelssohn premiered his third symphony, also known as the Scottish Symphony. In 1895, George Bizet premiered his opera, Carmen. In 1931, Congress declared Francis Scott Key's song, The Star-Spangled Banner, to be the U.S. national anthem. Also on that very same day, Cab Calloway recorded his classic song, Minnie the Moocher. In 1944, Samuel Barber's Second Symphony premiered. In 1955, Elvis Presley made his first performance on television. In 1965, Eric Clapton played with the Yardbirds for the final time. In 1966, the group Buffalo Springfield was formed. In 1967, the Jeff Beck group with Rod Stewart played live for the first time. In 1978, Whitesnake played live for the first time. Also, Van Halen went on their first world tour. In 1981, U2 started their first U.S. tour. In 1986, Metallica released the classic album, Master of Puppets. In 1989, Madonna's music video for the song Like a Prayer debuted on MTV. The controversy about the video led to Pepsi pulling the commercial that they had debuted with her just the night before. Just in case you thought cancel culture was a new thing, not even close, people. Also in 1989, De La Soul's debut album Three Feet High and Rising was released in America. In 1991, the tabloid TV show Hard Copy ran a story which they thought showed a ritual killing on a farm in Michigan. It was actually Nine Inch Nails filming their video for the song Down In It. 
1992, Soundgarden released the single Rusty Cage. In 1995, Bill Barry of R.E.M. had surgery for a brain aneurysm. He survived. Also on the same day, Roberta Flack's apartment was broken into by a stalker. In 1999, Maxwell released the song Fortunate. In 2005, 50 Cent released the album The Massacre. In 2006, Gary Glitter started a three-year prison sentence for having sex with minors. In 2008, Duffy released her debut album, Rock Fairy. Also on that very same day, Chumbawamba's newly released album broke the record for longest album title at 160 words. No, I'm not going to say the entire album length. In 2010, the Gorillas released their album Plastic Beach. In 2017, Nickelback became the first Canadian group to sell 10 million copies of an album. That album was All the Right Reasons. Also on that same day, Ed Sheeran released the song Happier. And in 2019, HBO aired part one of the Michael Jackson documentary Leaving Neverland, which led to radio stations taking his music off their airwaves, at least until the controversy died down and then they put it back up again because that's what people do. In award ceremonies that were held on March 3rd, in 1957, the Netherlands won the Eurovision Song Contest. In 1973, the album version of George Harrison's charity concert, The Concert for Bangladesh, won Album of the Year at the Grammy Awards. And in 1975, Barbara Streisand won at the first People's Choice Awards. Artists who were born on March 3rd include singer Camila Cabello, Willie Chamber of the Chamber Brothers, Mike Pender of the Searchers, Ree Styles of the Tubes, singer Jennifer Warnes, Robin Hitchcock, rapper Tone Loke, Mr. Funky Cold Medina himself, singer John Carter Cash, musician Lil Flip, rapper 88 Keys, John Bisham of Fishbone, Singer Stacy Orico, Ronan Keating of Boyzone, Scott Lerner of Anastasia Screamed, bassist Tiro Nakamura, Clark Burroughs of the Hilos, blues singer Junior Parker, John Lilly of the Hooters, Dave Amato of Ario Speedwagon, bluegrass musician Doc Watson, jazz bassist Jimmy Garrison, singer Buzzy Lineart, Snowy White of Thin Lizzy, Folk singer Paul Clayton, blues singer John Primer, singer Todd Fink, opera soprano Roberta Alexander, opera tenor Robert Nagy, producer Jeremy Zucker, rapper Montana of 300, violinist Brett Yang, and singer Ryan Met. Artists who unfortunately passed away on March 3rd include composer Johann Pachelbel in 1706 at the age of 52. Composer Gregor Werner passed away in 1766 at the age of 73. Composer Nicola Porpora passed away in 1768 at the age of 81. Composer Johann Toeschi passed away in 1800 at the age of 64. Violinist Franz Weichner passed away in 1822 at the age of 81. 
violinist Giovanni Viotti passed away in 1824 at the age of 70. Pianist Sidney Smith passed away in 1889 at the age of 49. Pianist Julius Epstein passed away in 1926 at the age of 93. Pianist Eugene D'Albert passed away in 1932 at the age of 67. Composer Norman O'Neill passed away in 1934 at the age of 58. Cabaret singer Coos Speedhoff passed away in 1945 in a bombing raid during World War II at the age of 75. Songwriter Antonin Artaud passed away in 1948 at the age of 51. Pianist Paul Wittgenstein passed away in 1961 at the age of 72. Musicologist Carlo Gatti passed away in 1965 at the age of 88. Composer George Lundkew passed away in 1967 at the age of 66. Composer Alfred Sendry passed away in 1976 at the age of 92. Flamenco guitarist Carlos Montoya passed away in 1993 at the age of 89. Composer Cyril Collard passed away in 1993 at the age of 35. Folk singer Carol Kirill passed away in 1994 at the age of 49. Composer Finn Hofding passed away in 1997 at the age of 97. Songwriter Jackson C. Frank passed away in 1999 at the age of 56. Composer Tony Ortelli passed away in 2000 at the age of 95. Country music songwriter Harlan Howard passed away in 2002 at the age of 74. Composer Gofredo Pestrasi passed away in 2003 at the age of 98. Guitarist Charlie Hodge of Elvis's Memphis Mafia passed away in 2006 at the age of 71. Opera singer Giuseppe Di Stefano passed away in 2008 at the age of 86, along with Beatles engineer Norman Hurricane Smith, who passed away in 2008 at the age of 85. Pianist for the Lawrence Welk Show, Mr. Dudley Big Tiny Little Jr. passed away in 2010 at the age of 79. Composer Aldo Clementi passed away in 2011 at the age of 85. Guitarist Ronnie Montrose of the band Montrose passed away in 2012. At the age of 64, he committed suicide by shooting himself. Accordionist Frank Morocco passed away in 2012, same day as Ronnie Montrose. Frank was 81 years old. Bobby Rogers of Smokey Robinson and the Miracles passed away in 2013 from diabetes at the age of 73. Singer Tommy Page, whose big hit was I'll Be Your Everything, apparently committed suicide in 2017. Tommy was 46 years old. He was actually found dead on March 3rd, he may have committed suicide a day or two earlier than that. Also on that very same day, jazz pianist Misha Mengelberg passed away at the age of 81, and jazz ukulele 
player Lyle Ritz passed away at the age of 87, and the godfather of surf guitar Mr. Jim Fuller passed away at the age of 69. Jim was also guitarist for the Safaris. He actually did the song Wipeout. All of those were in 2017. In 2018, drummer Patrick Doyle of Veronica Falls passed away. Patrick was 32 years old. And in 2019, organist Peter Herford passed away. Peter was 88 years old. And that is it for the Music History Today podcast for March 3rd. Thanks for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, basically everything having to do with this podcast is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, etc., all under Music History Today. If you would like to support this podcast, our Patreon can be found at patreon.com backslash musichistorytoday. We are also on Twitter at musichistoryday, and you can now find us on YouTube. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell anytime you want to know exactly what videos are dropped and when. All of those links can be found in the show notes below. Thank you very, very much for listening.